0: Our text for consideration this morning is the familiar words from John chapter 3. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Here ends the reading of the text. In Christ Jesus, who came into our broken world, not to preserve it, but to rescue you And all people from its evil, corrupt, brokenness brought about by your sin and mine. Dear Fellow Redeemed. It was common when we gathered for our candlelight services on Christmas Eve at the church I served for 34 years in Tacoma, Washington, that the serenity of those evening services was broken at least once by the sound of emergency vehicle sirens. The church is located along a busy four-lane state highway and speeding through it could be police responding to a volatile, drunken, domestic dispute or a serious accident or EMTs responding to an emergency medical issue in one of the nearby homes or the fire department responding to a blaze caused by some malfunctioning holiday decorations and it was especially disturbing when the air horn of the fire truck blared in rapid succession. All speaking in the service needed to pause until it passed. And it usually occurred to me in that contemplative setting that this was an audible reminder of why it was that God sent his Son to rescue us from this broken place, corrupted by our sin. So, while it may have seemed to be a rude interruption, it helped us all the more to consider the reasons for the Son of God to enter our world What we were recounting and celebrating in those uh, solemn services in regard to our Savior's birth was underscored by this obvious ongoing need in all of our lives. Hark, the sad sound of our fallen world prepares us for the glad sound that our savior comes. Sadly, however, many Christians have been deluded by the lie of Satan, which has transformed the gospel of our salvation from our sinful condition to the social gospel, which seeks through the altered behavior of society to finally achieve utopia, a heaven here on earth. But Holy Scripture could not be any more clear, even in the familiar words of our text, God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. An everlasting perishing for us human beings really threatens all sinners. You and I deserve to perish in the condemnation of that eternal hell, along with the devil and all of his angels on account of our sin. But while God did not provide salvation for them, He did for us in His only begotten Son. Audrey and Chloe, hark, the sad sound of our fallen race will be heard by you in your classrooms, the playgrounds, sports venues and, sadly, even from your own mouths. But, hark, the glad sound is for you, too, in your new vocations. Salvation, you see, is never found in our changed behavior or frame of mind. No. Only in the Holy One, sent by God, To rescue us from this place and why is the unbeliever condemned before God well as we read in our text whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God each and every one of us must have an answer for every one of our sins Without Christ, our holy substitute, we are lost and condemned. No answer can be made. Only Jesus has answered for your sin. And the unbeliever, whether he knows it or not, is opting to answer for himself. The unbeliever who has the nagging thought that he is answerable to a higher power is betting that this higher power to whom he thinks he is answerable perhaps is going to be lenient if he exists and very accommodating. And that is why such excuses are commonly heard among us sinners. Yes, even at times as Christians, where we'll say such things as, well, I'm only human. Or, I've tried living a good life as best as I could. And I'm not that bad, especially compared to many others that I know. And I think I have balanced out my bad behavior with enough good deeds to count for something. Hark, the glad sound, the Savior has come. This is why you and I as Christians love this holy season of Christmas. The glad sounds are heard in many places, some of the most unsuspecting places, in stores and airports, in the doctor and dentist offices, on the radio and TV. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. And God did not pick a reluctant savior, but from within the Trinity itself, God comes in the flesh to save you with a full and complete salvation. He left nothing undone. And so may all the sad sounds you hear this season be overcome by all the glad sounds announcing that the Savior has come for you and for the entire human race. Amen.